0: Are you looking for new books to read? Do you like finding a new special author? Are you tired of the same old books from the same old authors? Well then, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where you can hear from fantastic new authors. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have worked hard to write great new books. Hear about their book and why you should check it out. So sit back and listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith.
1: Hello, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths. Today I have a wonderful interview with Rachel Biggs. She has a a fiction book kind of based on true life called And I Was Like November. Uh, That is coming out soon. You can pre-order it right now. So, it's a good interview to listen to to see if you like the book and order it before it comes out. Check it out. And uh, for those of you that were paying attention, Roland and Tom a couple weeks ago were on. they will be back next week. And I myself am uh, yeah, I know. I didn't make it and get my Christmas ghost story serial out, but I am working on a Christmas story like I used to that will become part of a series that uh, I am going to be releasing. So I'm still working on something and it should be out. It's it's really kind of fun story at the moment using my Oddish Questers kids and storyline. So that's something that uh, I'll probably have out more later. But anyway, it is Christmas season. We're about two and a half weeks from Christmas right now. I'm very excited. Oh, and I don't have my hat on, but I do have my Christmas background, not even wearing a Christmas shirt today. So uh, I'll get things back together, get my hats on and wear them. So hopefully uh, I will see you sometime with my hat on. So before I babble anymore, here's Rachel. Great. Rachel, welcome to the Discovered Wordsmiths today. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: It's great to have you. I can't wait to hear about your book. But before we do that, let's find out a little bit about you. So tell us some things about you, where you live, some of the things you like to do besides writing.
0: Okay. I've just actually moved from Los Angeles to Vancouver, Canada, whereas that which is where I'm from originally. And what do I do besides writing? I have a puppy, a year and a half year old puppy. So I go to a lot of dog parks and dog meetups and <laughs> walking of the dog. Yeah. I like to be outside. I, I ski, I hike, swim, all those usual things.
1: Nice. <laughs> so what type of puppy did you get?
0: He's a long haired dash hound. He's with his friend right now, because I needed him to be quiet, <laughs> so, or it to be quiet. Got it. I just got a text that he's crying for me. Oh, God.
1: We were chatting just a minute before this started. This is your second book. Tell us a little bit about it and why you wanted to write this It's a book of short
0: fiction, and it started out, I read Stephen King's book on writing. If anyone hasn't read that, I really recommend it. It's so excellent. Um, And he, I had self-published a book, a memoir in 2013 called Yearning for Nothings and Nobodies. And it, while critically acclaimed, didn't get much traction. It didn't sell very well. So I was looking for ways to get published traditionally. And I happened upon that book. And he talked about writing short stories and submitting to literary magazines. So I had never heard of that before. I guess it was in my brain somewhere, but that just made it a reality. Thank you, Stephen King. So I started writing short stories and I had written a couple previously, mostly as like outlines for bigger things because I do movies and novel type mm-hmm. stuff as well. So yeah, I started writing short stories and I my goal was to publish six of them within a year. And within, I think it was about six months, I'd publish 10 of them. So then I had a body of short stories, and then it just went from there. I'm like, oh, I could have this as an anthology and, yeah, open that world up.
1: Nice. So when you say you had them published, where did you get them all published?
0: Different literary magazines. I don't know if ever, anyone knows about this website. It's called Duotrope, and they it's an excellent website. Do you know about it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. I've- it's really cool. It's You can search by genre and word length and everything um, for publications that are accepting queries. So that's how I did that. And uh, what was the question?
1: <laughs> oh, I was just curious out where they were all published. So it's different oh, okay. places. Uh, the
0: first one was Dalhousie Review, and then there's 12 other ones from all around the country, and I think there's one in Australia as well, and nice. Canada. Yeah.
1: So uh, you wrote the short stories all separate, not necessarily intending to be a book no. and got them out. W- what have people been saying about them? I'm jumping around in the questions, but this is a little different than most people I talk to because you've gotten stories out and feedback on them. So what have you been hearing about the different stories?
0: It is theme and I'm not a good pitcher of myself, but the theme is loosely women in peril and like. Bad girl theme. So, yeah, so I've submitted to, I was about to say adult magazines, but that sounds pornographic. It's not like right,
1: that. Right. But uh, yeah, edgier. <laughs> like, it's it's not...
0: okay. Yeah, edgier okay. publications. The quote that I actually have on the cover from uh, Blotter magazine calls it a beautifully written bummer. So, I think wow. that sort of rises. It's okay. like themes of loneliness and longing and transactional sex, hit and run, fantasies of inflicting violence on your grandmother, stuff like that. Wow. So, so why did
1: yeah. you choose to write a, a bunch of stories about that? When you say damsel in distress, I think of the white knight coming in. The-
0: uh, not quite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It doesn't sound like that. Why a bunch of stories centered around that type of uh, theme or that Type of something that's a little different than what I normally hear.
0: I wouldn't say it was intentional. It was just what flowed out of me. Very raw, honest. Some of them are essay essays. So I'll let people decide which ones they think are true. (laughs) But uh, yeah, kind of came out.
1: So the overall theme, the style of the story and all that. Is there any books out there that are similar that if people go, oh, I like that other book, this sounds interesting. I might read that.
0: Yeah. In the vein of The Glass Castle or White Oleander, Catcher in the Rye, even okay. with some mental illness themes as well. Okay. But interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. And it's just coming out. Is that correct?
0: It, uh, pre-sales are December 15th. 2022, oh, yeah. and then it hit shelves January 31st, 2023.
1: Okay, okay. So it is just yeah. coming out. By the time the episode's out, they'll be able to order it. Nice. Just, yeah, just in time.
0: Right. Just yeah, in time okay, for holidays. <laughs> if they need a right, light right. holiday read. <laughs> Or if you're going to see your family and you need something relatable.
1: Now, this is your second book. How is it similar or different to your first book?
0: The first one was a memoir, and that took me a really long time. And it took about two years to write and edit and get to final publication. This one came out a lot. It was a lot more in the flow. I wrote it mostly during COVID, so I had a lot of time. uh, Oh, hi, Kitty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got a visitor just popped up behind your shoulder there yeah so it felt easier and also but I've been writing a lot longer now I think that's part of it as well and so your first book
1: being a memoir and this being a collection of short stories do you feel that it's the same type of reader or different reader different types of readers
0: yeah probably the same kind of reader I would say it's similar style this is maybe no it's similar i was gonna say this one might be a bit edgier but not a lot
1: (laughs) okay all right yeah now here's a weird question for this are there any maybe not the whole book but any of the stories that you think would make a good movie or tv show
0: probably i'm always amazed at what they can adapt into (laughs) tv and movies now but yeah there's definitely a visual element to them i've been told i've even been told that they can read like horror so speaking Ugh. of stephen king a lot of his stuff has been made into movies obviously so yeah that wouldn't surprise me
1: okay that's funny you say that because i do a horror podcast with a friend and oh, this month i've been watching christmas horror movies to get ready for christmas movies I'm <laughs> transitioning
0: oh i didn't know that that was a genre
1: it's barely a genre. Most of them are really bad, but,
0: but yeah, there's a lot of Hallmark movies that could be considered horror, in my opinion. Uh, depending like, on your horror.
1: viewpoint, definitely. So, where do you have a website, and where can they find the
0: book? Yeah, it's uh, my website is rachelbiggs.com and Rachel is R A C H A E L. I have to clarify that because I'm sure like your name, <laughs> it's constantly misspelled.
1: I named my daughter Megan, M A E G A N. So that's a little oh, different. Spelled with the A <laughs> E like you. Yeah.
0: She's sentenced to a lifetime of correcting people. Yeah, but I do yeah. an extra A. So I do correct people. So yeah, it's rachelbiggs.com. And then my Instagram is rachel underscore bigs underscore author. Twitter is at Bigsy Bigs. I'm not very good about keeping up with my Twitter, but my Instagram, I'm pretty on it. And then the book will be available. Sorry, did I cut you off? No, go ahead, please. It will be on Amazon, obviously, and in the Ingram Spark catalog, or I guess it's just called the Ingram catalog. And then hopefully in in bookstores, we're still working on that, Barnes & Noble and some local stores, but that will be all over my social media.
1: (laughs) We'll not be shy about that. And and you mentioned Amazon. Are you going in Kindle Unlimited
0: with this? I don't know. Ingram Spark is who I'm publishing with, and then I guess that falls under the umbrella of them. I'm not super okay. clear on that yet.
1: Okay. No, that's fine. I was just curious because I know Kindle Unlimited is more popular with certain types of books and genres, so I was just curious as to if oh, okay. that was looked at. That you think your book would be good in Kindle Unlimited or not?
0: Can you tell Just me curious. about that? What? Sure.
1: So Kindle Unlimited, a lot of people don't like it because it's you get kind of locked in for three months. You get on Kindle Unlimited, it's a subscription service. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they. I think it's in the Canada now. I know definitely the states and a few other countries. But mm-hmm. so for ten dollars a month, I can read as many books in Kindle Unlimited as I want. Oh, I don't cool. own them. Uh, It's not really checking out of the library. It's a subscription. If I cancel Mm -hmm. Kindle Unlimited, I can't read the books anymore. And I know a lot of authors put their books in there, but it fits very well with things like romance, where you'll get readers that read 20 books in a week.
0: So they go through and
1: read everything and that's authors make money from it. But when you're in Kindle Unlimited, you can't publish it elsewhere. So I was just curious because you mentioned Amazon, but you didn't mention like Kobo or anything like that.
0: So yeah. I was curious. Uh, so what that might doing. be something that you like put your book on. Maybe not initially, but a year in or something when you want to do a little push. Yeah, maybe.
1: I've heard all sorts of things. I know some people that put it in Kindle Unlimited when they start and nowhere else, and then after three or six months, they put it, they leave it on Amazon, just not in Kindle Unlimited. Then they oh. put it elsewhere. And I know others that offer it here, and then, like you said, later they pull it off elsewhere and put it in Kindle Unlimited. So yeah. Various oh, strategies.
0: There's so much to know now. As I said, I published, self published 10 years ago versus now. There's just, it's a wealth of information out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: we're going to talk about that for the second half. So, for yeah. all the authors listening, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be our topic of discussion for the second half. And do you have plans for a third book? Because it sounds like we had a long time between. It didn't sound like it <laughs> really wasn't my intention
0: yet. to wait 10 yeah. years, but life just happened. I was, working in TV. And that sort of took over my life for a bit. But yes, I do. I have I'm actually I have a it's memoir slash educational with regard to cancer and like holistic treatments to cancer. I lost my dad in 2015. And it was really difficult to navigate all of the treatments and everything's happening so fast. And you're so emotional. So it's a memoir slash informational book um which i okay. have no idea if it will find <laughs> a place in the world but i'm writing it regardless okay nice so totally different
1: from the first two books you, you seem to keep doing something a little different each time
0: yeah it's not completely different in that it's a memoir and my first book was uh about my mother as she was she was schizophrenic and a drug addict, and it's our lives intertwined. So this one will be about my dad and our life together. So there's a little bit of similarity, but yeah, there is the interesting educational component as well.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's go off your book for a minute. Do you have any favorite books and authors that you like to read?
0: Yeah, it's hard to choose just one, but some of my favorites. I really like Donna Tart, who The Goldfinch, obviously, and Secret History, which I liked as much as The Goldfinch. I love Tom Robbins. He's such a freaky... Do you know Tom Robbins?
1: I've heard the name. I haven't read anything.
0: His probably his most famous one was uh, they made it into a movie with Uma Thurman, Cowgirls. Is it even... Half Asleep in Frog Pajamas is my favorite. And then the cowgirls one. She's got the giant thumb. Do you remember that? Yeah, I'm i don't, like... not ready okay. to Sorry. <laughs> I am like a crazy person if you haven't read it. But yeah, Tom Robbins. I like Haruku. Yeah, I'm always reading like different like spiritual kundalini kind of books as well. I tend to have a novel, some kind of self-help spiritual book, and then some kind of educational book on the go. Do you
1: like to read... Uh... Paper, or do you just read Kindle? Paper, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I do that
0: every much. time I move, but <laughs> I do like a good old fashioned paper book.
1: Yeah, it gets to be a little overwhelming. I'm discovering more and more digital. It's easier to carry around, like you said. Yeah, but I have a I Kindle,
0: but I just, I never even remember that I have it. I'm just like, wow. And I keep buying okay. books. Oh my God, just get a, use your Kindle. But, anyways. <laughs>
1: Okay, so when you are buying your books, do you have a favorite local bookstore you like to go to?
0: I do. It's called Pulp Fiction here in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, it's a great store. They have new and used books, and yeah, I could just spend hours in there. But every city has a favorite bookstore for me. Portland has some great ones. L.A. has a really great one. Actually, they have a few great ones downtown, but there's one on the, the Venice boardwalk called Small. It's a Small World Books, or just Small World Books. So, yeah, I find them wherever I go.
1: Yeah, me and my kids, when we went on vacation, we used to look for bookstores that's everywhere we fun. went. Yeah. So you, where are fun.
0: you anyway? What city are you in? I'm in
1: Ohio, Northeast oh, okay. Ohio, right by Kent State. Okay. Everybody seems to know Kent State from the shooting.
0: So, oh,
1: unfortunately, that's
0: how. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I, so, Ohio makes me think of Dave Chappelle. He lives there.
1: Yes, he lives down in Yellow Springs, down southern Ohio. Been through there. I haven't highly. seen him, but it's a cool little hippie town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's all I think of when i with Ohio.
1: Yeah. yeah, You're not the only one.
0: Yeah. Better than shooting.
1: Very much. Yeah. That's outdated. I don't want to say forgotten, but it's a different generation at this point. Uh, All right. So before we talk some author stuff and move on, Rachel, if someone came up to you and said, Hey, I heard you wrote another book. Why should I get your book and read it? What would you
0: tell them? Ooh. (laughs) I would probably run nervously in the other direction. I'm so bad at self-promotion, but let me give it a shot. It's, it's very honest and raw, and I feel like we live in this world where everything is presented as being so glossy and unreal, and this is the opposite of that. So if you want to feel, like, real connection with characters and people and you're tired of fake, then I think this is probably a good read.
1: Nice, great. All right, I wish you best of luck. I hope the pre-sales go well over the Christmas Thank holidays. You. It goes on presale a day before my birthday, so uh, oh, okay. I'm all for that. That's
0: a good <laughs> like omen.
1: That. Yeah, there you go. I'm bestowing good omens upon you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of Discovered Wordsmiths, please support the author. Go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book. And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running for more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors. Go to the website, discoveredwordsmiths.com. Check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love see what they have check out their books that's what the point of the podcast is for so people can discover new authors find some new books they love support the authors so they can continue writing so please support them and if you do like the podcast if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer i've got some links also at the website click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that i talk about